0: We're back with our breaking news. Former President Trump has been ordered to pay nearly $355 million in his New York civil fraud case. Let's discuss with our panel, Adrian Elrod, how you think Trump is going to react to this bad news for him.
1: Oh, I don't think he's gonna act positively at all, or react positively at all, Jake. I mean, we've seen the way he's reacted in some of the other cases against him. Uh, but you know, look, I'm looking at this from the standpoint of how are the voters going to react? How's the average swing independent voter that will ultimately decide this election, how are they going to react? And I think when you look at all of these legal cases stacked up against Trump, from E. Jean Carroll to this case, to the trial in Georgia, to the overall trial that's coming up um, in a couple months, uh, it all stacks up, not looking very favorably toward Trump when it comes to his re-election chances.
0: Alice, how do you think Republican officials are going to react? Is this just going to be more of the the witch hunt refrain?
1: Absolutely. I
2: mean, we're already hearing that from from Trump's attorneys that this is injustice and a witch hunt and weaponization of the legal system. And Republicans that uh, support Donald Trump, which is most of them, will rally behind him and continue uh, that dialogue. And look. This is plain and simple. Donald Trump's brand as a successful businessman built him up, and his brand as hostile under fire brought him down in this case. And the judge repeatedly said that his lack of contrition and remorse is a big factor in his decision-making process. But the fact that he went so high with this number is really going to uh, frustrate Trump's base and really embolden them to buy into uh, the baseless claims that all of these legal issues are Part OF THIS BIG WITCH HUNT. THEY'RE NOT LOOKING AT EACH OF THESE CASES INDIVIDUALLY AND EACH OF THE OUTCOME INDIVIDUALLY. THEY ARE BUYING INTO TRUMP'S uh, LIE THAT ALL OF THIS IS PART OF AN OVERZEALOUS PROSECUTION AND JUSTICE SYSTEM THAT IS CLEARLY OUT TO GET HIM BECAUSE HE IS THE MAIN CHALLENGER uh, TO JOE BIDEN. Mm -hmm. AND THIS WILL FURTHER EMBOLDEN uh, REPUBLICANS. I'M NOT SURE IT'S GOING TO BE SO uh, HELPFUL IN THE GENERAL ELECTION, but it's certainly going to embolden the base right now.
0: And, Gloria, uh, Trump claimed his Mar-a-Lago resort was worth more than a billion dollars.
3: Right.
2: The
0: judge says this was fraudulent because, first, it would require him to list Mar-a-Lago as a private residence, which the deed prohibits, and, and second, a $1 billion valuation is 400 percent more expensive than the most expensive (laughs) private residence in the United States of America. So that's a classic trump exaggeration in business form and it really speaks to to who he is and and why the judge said you're not going to get away with it this time
3: exactly you know this is a man who uh... went into his father's business which was in queens and made a name for himself taking it into manhattan and was kind of the golden boy and that's how he has always seen himself as somebody who can make multi-millions of dollars and nobody can ever challenge that and what's happened with this case is that it looks like in many ways it was a house of cards. And, you know, he has testified publicly that he was sitting on $400 million in cash. Let's see, as you were talking to Jamie before, whether he has that money to pay what he now has to pay. And this goes to his whole persona and his. The way he views not not only the way he wants the public to view him, but it's the way he actually views himself. He doesn't want anyone to be his boss. They've uh, they've said that a monitor, a babysitter, has to continue to babysit the business, and he doesn't want anybody to have any control. And they haven't paid attention to the to the one they've had there in the meantime. The judge said, so you know this really this strikes at his very heart, like. This is his business, and nobody's going to tell him what to do, and nobody's going to tell him he did anything wrong.
0: So, Adrian Elrod, uh, Trump and his associates have been saying for a long time that, you know, Joe Biden is behind this, even though there's obviously no evidence that the Biden administration had anything to do with this. This is brought by the New York attorney general. Um, the, The case did not have the outcome Trump wanted. He plans to appeal. What would you advise Democrats to do about this case, if anything, just let the story speak for itself, or should they seize on it, uh, talk about what a fraud he is? What, what, what are the politics of this, do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, Jake, as you, you, know, you were there with us covering the 2016 campaign, we had to really uh, make the case that Donald Trump was a fraud. We had to you know, lift up the opposition research and get it out there because not everyone realized how fraudulent he was. This is a totally different ball game. It's baked in. People know. I mean, Alice is right. I don't know that it's really going to impact his base, but I think it's certainly going to impact voters when it comes to the general election. If I were Democrats, and I think this is what you're seeing a lot of Democrats do, I would just st- sit back and, and, and not get engaged in this. I think the Biden campaign has been incredibly effective by letting uh, the court speak for itself. They're not getting making this political at all. Uh, you know, what, what the judges are ruling, what, what Tish James is doing, uh, you know, what's happening in Georgia, that is all speaking for itself. And ultimately voters will decide whether or not this is somebody that they want back in the White House. My guess is again, when it comes to those narrow states that will decide this election, Jake, the answer is they don't want them back.
0: Alice, uh, Trump could in theory pay this $355 million fine using funds from his leadership pack, Save America, since, the, since Save America's operated separately from authorized campaign committees. Um, We should note that other legal troubles, he has a lot, have whittled that fund down from about $50 million to about $5 million, according to his latest legal filing. Um, He will keep fundraising off of this legal loss, no doubt. Um, But how will he balance the need to pay for his legal bills versus the need to pay for his campaign, uh, and also not be seen as somebody who uses his campaign donors to pay for these Legal excesses.
2: Well, Jake, first I, I would wouldn't classify it uh, as much as using campaign donors. These are willing Republicans that are more than happy to donate their money for his legal fees specifically because they do believe, as he has said, that he is being targeted by overzealous prosecutors that are doing the bidding for uh, Joe Biden, and they are more than happy to continue to donate for those legal fees. And, and look he will continue to campaign uh, as he has been doing and a big part of funding that is off of these legal issues he he as soon as one of these uh, rulings is handed down he's putting out uh, email solicitations for contributions. And we all know that every time he goes in or out of a courtroom, he's making a statement based on the fact that he is the he is the victim of, of, of a witch hunt. And he will continue to do what he's done to date.
3: And a lot of Republicans are more than happy to donate but, to that. But, you know, I think the question is, what does this do to the big donors? What does this do to the Wall Street funders? Do they want to stay away from this because it's too hot to touch uh, in a general election? We'll have to see, because right now, They're not raising the money they want to raise, and the big donors could be a big help, but we'll have to see if that materializes.